Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome back to this quick shot of romance. With us on this episode is Heather. Welcome back to the podcast, Heather. Hello, Becky. Thanks for having me. Um, You all will know her as Minnesota Hockey Mom Reads on Instagram. She is also the podcast's resident hockey guru and soon to be our baseball guru as we work our way towards a romance baseball book boyfriend draft. Yes, I'm super excited. I have to study up on my baseball. I've got all my baseball fans looking for all the cute baseball players in the MLB for me. (laughs) Um, So on this episode of Quick Shot, we are reviewing Squeeze Play by Avon Ellis. This is book one in the Washington, D.C. Soaring Eagles. So we actually picked this book for twofold. One, it continues on with our indie author theme for the month of April. Avon is an indie author, and but it also covers our April reading challenge for the podcast. Um, our prompt in April is a baseball romance. So not only do you get the quick shot of romance, but it helped us fill out our reading challenge Um If you want to be a part of our reading challenge, you can find information on our website to sign up to join us. So was this your first baseball read this month? Yes, it was actually. I have, I actually, this is the second time I read this book. I read this probably two, maybe two and a half years ago. Um, I came across, I found her hockey series first and then picked up the baseball and I, it's kind of just stuck with me this these characters, the storyline. I just, yeah. Um, okay. So before we get into that, can you read everyone the synopsis from Goodreads? I will. Here we go. So full of enthusiasm, recent graduate Haley Carter is thrilled to be working for a nonprofit organization in Washington, DC. Having spent a lot of her life in the background due to family circumstances, Haley is eager to step up and be heard and bring much needed change to her new organization. With romance on the shelf, it's time to focus on herself and a new career. Armed with a workbook to help her improve on on a personal and professional level, Haley is ready to become a better version of who she already is. But will baseball player for the Washington Soaring Eagles challenge her thoughts on not only dating, but the person she thinks she needs to be? Brody Jensen is the new catcher for the professional team in D.C. Baseball is everything to Brody, and he has, it has been his salvation while growing up. Brody wants to make the most of his full-time shot behind the plate, which means no serious relationships. However, when a chance encounter leads him to Haley, Brody finds himself wanting to know all about the beautiful blonde who has engaged him from the moment he spotted her. Together, they find themselves questioning the ideals they had set for not only relationships, but for themselves too. When the cherry blossoms bloom in the nation's capital, Cupid puts a squeeze play on Haley and Brody. Will they be brave enough to love themselves and each other? Will love be called out? Or will their relationship be safe at home? So the release date on this is October 25th, 2017. We have the trope listed as baseball, meet cute, instant connection, and unknown identity. Um, We put this as a steam level of one and an angst as one. Um, And point of view is single point of view for just Haley. Um, So let's talk thoughts on the book here, Miss Heather. 
uh, first up the covers because they're eye catching. Adorable. I love super them. cute, super cute. And you know, I would say that um, illustrated or like drawn covers are a new thing that we've seen in 2021. But this was released in 2017, so it was kind of put her apart. And they're so cute, like really cute. They're they're eye catching. The moment you see them, you're like, oh. That's a really pretty cover. I really like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it engages you and makes you want to read it. Um, you know, a lot of people. And so this is definitely rom-com. I didn't say that as a trope. This is definitely a rom-com romance. Um, and you do tend to see more illustrated covers on rom-coms. Uh, mm -hmm. But this one, there, this one was pretty. Like this was super pretty and not just fun. It was, I really yeah, liked I think it. It's kind of feminine colors, um, you know, with the cherry blossoms. And I am a huge history nerd. I mean, I'm a social studies teacher, so I love history. So I love that they like incorporate Washington DC in the cover. I just loved it. Yeah, it was, it's just really eye catching and engaging and it inquires you in. Mm -hmm. So when this was brought up as one of the potential reads for us this month, as soon as I saw that cover and everyone knows I'm a cover snob, I was like, yep, mm -hmm. this one works. I like this one. <laughs> yeah. I too. And you know, some I'm, I'm kind of a cover snob too. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to see six packs abs, just like the rest of us, but you know, like you can see so many six packs of abs and then they all start looking the same. Exactly. Exactly. So, so um, this book actually starts off. So we put one of the tropes as a meet cute because this has mm -hmm. a phenomenal meet cute. You are engaged so from the first chapter. Um, so Haley, I just want to start out. Haley is fresh out of college. She's got her first big girl job and she's like, you know, she's got her workbook and she's like, all like, you know, like figuring out who she's just going to be like this go-getter. She's got her plan. She does all of her stuff Sunday night, lays everything out, you know, like she's so excited to be an adult. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets to the coffee shop and she's she's just like us she's kind of a hot mess <laughs> she is and you know um well first let's talk the meet cute and then i want to talk about her yeah. workbook because that was a piece yeah. that um really resonated so first let's talk about her meet yeah. cute she so she's, is yeah go ahead tell it because it's hilarious she stops at this coffee shop that's right by her work and she's like, you know, she even like planned out that she's going to go to this new coffee shop. And then she really likes like the Starbucks drinks, you know, the chocolatey chocolatey chip with the whipped cream and all of that. And she's like, you know, I'm just, it's not good for my calorie count. So she gets like an iced black coffee and she's talking to her best friend on the phone and she's talking and her best friend's like, you should totally be dating and blah, blah, blah. And she like blurts out something about hot, meaningless sex and whatever. Right. And she kind of looks around and she realizes that he's like heard her and he is like hot. Yeah. And so she gets all flustered and <laughs> <laughs> she does. Oh, she does. She gets so flustered. Um, and she actually, so, you know, she's still in the middle of that conversation and then decides that time is for her to get away and she really doesn't like the ice blacked coffee um so mm -hmm. she goes and tosses it into the trash can but like us you know she's a hot mess so it hits the edge of the trash can and falls and throws out and splashes all over hot dude's crotch 
all over it. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> she's like dying of mortification. And he is not like put out by it because he no. is like from the moment he's like intrigued by her by her because he like starts making a joke about like, oh, if you wanted to have hot meaningless sex with me, all you had to do was ask or whatever. And she was right. like, <gasps> and like his wittiness and his humor right off the bat hooked not only Haley, but me because he's funny. Yes. Well, yeah. And she keeps trying to like hand him cl- t- uh, napkins and then she's like, okay, but you have to let me pay for your dry cleaning. And they both end up leaving the coffee shop at the same time. And she's like, uh, seriously, here's my email. And he's like, you don't want to give me your phone number? She's like, no, I that's my email. So you can invoice me to my PayPal. And he's like, you don't want my phone number? And she's like, no, I just need it so that I can, you can take, get the money from my PayPal. To let me know how much the uh, dry cleaning is for your jeans and your sweater. And he was like, um, okay. So they part ways. And then later that night, she is watching a baseball game with her roommate. Who's adorable. Um, so cute. And she's watching them announce the starting lineup and realizes coffee shop guy is the new catcher for the Washington soaring Eagles. And he is, like I said, really, really hot. So she is like, I can see her like basically running around her apartment, like flapping, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But she can't stop thinking about him. No. I mean, she really is like, can't stop thinking about their interaction because he was so funny and they had this, you know, connection and he wasn't put out by the fact that she spilled coffee all over his pants and made him look like he peed his pants. That didn't seem to bother him. No. No, it didn't. And so later that night, after she's watched the whole baseball game, and we should preface this to say, she talks about in the book how, in the beginning of the book, that she plans to date older men because she wants someone that's more settled. She doesn't, she is not interested in sports at all. Like, not her thing. She doesn't follow any sports. She doesn't really understand or know anything about sports. Um, So the fact that it ends up being that Brody is a major league baseball player and also only like three years older than she is three or four years older than yep. she is totally kind of messes with her brain a little bit because she always felt like someone in their mid thirties would be more, um, a better match for her. Um, more sure. Have his yeah. life together. Yeah. Cause she doesn't, she just really needs somebody that knows where they're going and what they're doing because her life hasn't, it hasn't been bad, but I think she did kind of have a little bit of the forgotten child syndrome. For sure. Um, so she, um, after the game, her phone, she's getting ready for bed. She's getting her softball organized and her phone chimes and she gets an email from Brody and she is like, Oh my God. And it is the like cleverest email ever. Like it just made you swoon over him. Like, yeah. I'm going to fight Haley for him because I loved, I loved the interaction. I just, I love that. Yeah. Well, and he was like, he takes a picture of the tag of his sweater that says it's machine washable and his jeans are machine washable. So that's okay. Um, really she just owes. So he's not wasting water. Right. (laughs) Um, and so she owes him exactly like 
what was it? Four ounces or three ounces of all detergent, sensitive skin, you know, some, yeah. or allergy friendly skin or uh, soap or something like that. And it was just so sweet. And he said, if you want to pay me back, you can meet me at the coffee shop the next morning. Um, so she shows up at the coffee shop the next morning and she has a container of laundry soap. <laughs> oh, hilarious. I love it. And he was like, oh my God, you really brought me laundry soap. So funny. So yeah. cute. So, and we don't want to give too much of the story away, but let's talk about Brody. No. He is totally a good guy. I have him written down as a book boyfriend. And mm-hmm. he is sure. the type of hero that loves the girl for who she is. And he has yep. no desire to change her. None. Mm-mm. None. He just likes her where she's at. He accepts her for who she is. He is not trying to make her something she's not. No. And he, um, I mean, he definitely wants to be like the person, you know, like I, I don't want to say because he, he never says he's not good enough, but he definitely wants to be someone she's proud of too. Like yeah. he is proud of her and he wants to be, he wants to make her proud too. Like it's an equal, he wants an equal partnership. Yeah. Well, and he's very Zen. He says he was raised in Southern California by hippie parents. Um, he, even though he's a professional baseball player and he's excelled at his career, um, he actually doubts his intelligence. And so I did like the back and forth play of them building each other up. For sure. I felt like that just kind of, um, and I want to talk real quick, the workbook that Haley was working on that was giving her pointers on how to improve herself. I mean, we've all been there, the journaling, the, you know, I'd like to lose 20 pounds, you know, mm-hmm. or I'd like to look better, hot girl summer, whatever. Um, at the end of the day, I really like how Brody approached all of it. For sure. He didn't shut her down. No, but it was, he was like, I mean, I get why you're doing the workbook, but I kind of like, think you're there. Like, I think you're a, you're a go-getter. You think about other people. You're very conscientious. You, you want to give back to the world to make it better. It's not like you're a selfish human, you know? Yeah. Well, and a lot of times in books like this, we'll see the guy say things like, you know, you're, you're amazing. You don't need to be working on anything, but instead Brody takes the time to point out where she is excelling and what she is doing well and why she is an amazing person. Um, and I like that cause he didn't try to avoid her feelings. He really just tried to help her see her potential and where she was. Yeah, and he definitely encouraged her. I mean, I think at one point in time, you know, she was had she was struggling with something at work, and um, she sought talked to her dad for advice, and her dad gave her one piece of advice, and then Brody actually gave her the opposite piece of advice, and she took Brody's advice because it was really she is like an adult, and she knows that she has a lot to offer the world, but it's not, she doesn't want to be the person who sits back and doesn't try to make the world better. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And her job, I mean, it's a piece in it. It's part of her journey, but Mm -hmm. good God, I wanted to like 
punch her boss in the throat and for sure that was just but we've all been there we've all worked in jobs like that is you know fresh out of college full of ideas full of initiative and you come up against a boss that is like nope this is the way we do it and this is the way we've always done it and so this is the way we're going to keep doing it which is like the worst thing to come out of anyone's mouth this is how we do it that's how we always do it well (laughs) right which and that is somebody i've worked in nonprofit, and that is very stereotypical of nonprofit. we are not reinventing the wheel in nonprofit people anyway um Um, okay go ahead i think um well you wanted to she has this odd obsession which i know you completely related to (laughs) i totally relate to this so in the book Haley is obsessed with small appliances like gadgety small appliances now i need to preface this with saying my husband loves alton brown from uh good eats on the food network and he's all about you know picking items that are not one use wonders you know so you don't buy x unless it can do multiple jobs like gadgets are just waste of space Uh but i'm totally the lady that wants to buy the donut maker and the quesadilla maker and the hot dog warmer and all the stuff we don't need i i do i want to buy it all yeah i have a quesadilla maker and it collects dust and I'm like Brody, where I'm like, I don't even want my coffee machine on my counter. I would like it my counters to be clear. <laughs> Which is why my air fryer is in the garage in the summer, because I don't want it out. It bugs me. So, no, but I hear where you're coming from, because my mother loves small appliances. And so she has bought them all for herself. So what does she do? She buys them for other people. That's so. fantastic. Well, just let you know, my mom, let your mom know my address is. Okay, I will tell her because she would love to send them to you. I love how Brody was so introspective with her need for things like small appliances. He really saw where the root was. Um, All the things that she's striving for is, it's perfectionism. And Brody really saw that and tried to bring her back and kind of step back and see things like, you know, I, like their first date. I know some people definitely wouldn't love what they did on their first date, but it is my favorite, probably my favorite date out of any book that I've read. It's I adorable. It, it mm-hmm. is adorable. And I'm not going to ruin it because I think that that Mm -hmm. was like a really swoony, sweet moment. You know, we've talked Mm -hmm. in previous episodes like about big swoony gestures. And one of the things that we often talk about is Harlow James basket of cheese and my unexpected serenity because it's unexpected. And this first date in squeeze play is unexpected. Here's this, Mm -hmm. you know, big, wealthy baseball player and he could do anything the city is his he just has to give his name and instead he takes the time he takes the moment and does something very personal like so sweet and romantic like uh, and maybe that's just who I am like me I don't I think like a grand gesture would embarrass the heck out of me I would like 
probably yeah. crawl into a hole if somebody did that. Like if, you know, like how people put people in the like jumbotrons and stuff. Oh my God, I would die. I would pass out. There's no yeah. way. Um, and so you mentioned this, um, there is Pissy the Cat, which is like the perfect oh name God. for this terrible cat. Um, but we're getting close on our 20 minutes. So. I know, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm glad that we can talk about this because um, I really did enjoy this book. I really did love it. Um, so there's Pissy the Cat. It's the perfect name. And, totally. And she has these adorable neighbors, this older couple. Oh, yes. And they are so cute and so funny. And she adores them. And if you read the rest of, um, for sure, book two, if you read book two, you see more of the um, neighbors and they're worth it. They're so great. So this is part of a series. I think there are three or four books. Three I books. think there's three I looked. Yep. Three for sure. Um, it's really a cute series. I really like it. Um, you know, it just, sometimes you need that fun read and, you know, we've been in and out of a reading rut lately. And this book was just so easy to read. This is a perfect springtime. Sit on your porch, you know, and enjoy a story because this was just really good. Um, For sure. Also, I read this. It is currently in Kindle Unlimited. So I read it in Kindle Unlimited. But you, however, listened to it in the audio via Hoopla. Right? I did not. I actually did this one on Kindle Unlimited also, but let me make sure. No, it is on Hoopla. I think I started it on Hoopla, actually. Okay. Um, Because one of the things that, before we get into the, do you like this book, are three questions. One of the things that I wanted to talk about a little bit is I really wish this book had had Brody's point of view. So this is a newer thing in romance, the dual point of view. Um in a story and this is written single first person point of view. So it's just Haley telling us I the think, story. Yeah. And I think, you know, you and I consume a lot of books and when books were written, you know, several years ago, you're right. It's only the first person. And I would have really loved Brody's perspective. Um, but also it is kind of a change too, where it's not, I mean, I would have loved his perspective, but yeah. I think it would have added a little more depth to the relationship. It probably would have made it a little more swoony and steamy. Um, I think because we just get Haley's, this book, um, it wasn't as steamy as it could have been, even though the romance fades to black. Um, the bedroom scenes okay. fade to black. Okay, so we can talk about that in that this part too. Um, so did you like this book? I did. Loved it. Like I said, second time reading it. I would probably read it again. I mean, I can't wait to read the rest of the series, to be real. Um, again. <laughs> again, I did enjoy it. It was a sweet romance. It's easy to read. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lightness to this story. So, you know, if you're kind of in a little bit of a darkness and just need something to bring light, this p- book is perfect. Um, I would agree. So who would typically like this book? So I actually um, have recommended this book to some of my mom friends that are um, new to Kindle Unlimited. You know, they kind of like that chick lit, you know, they're Kristen Hanna readers, things like that. And I recommended this book to them and they all really liked it. So, I mean, if you are new, you like rom-com, you're not sure you like super steamy things, but you do like the romance. I think this is a perfect book for you. Yeah, if you're if you are a watcher of Hallmark movies and like the Hallmark movie esque, this book is perfect for you. 
Um, it okay. is very Debbie Macomer. It is fade to black. There's a sweetness to the story. You get to know, you know, Haley and her mom, her dad and her roommate and the neighbors. So it's community feel to it. Um, so this is definitely a book for you. Uh, would you recommend this book? I have. I did. Yeah. I mean, I recommended it to you. We were talking like we're in this rut. We're not. And I was like, oh, it's just a super cute, like uplifting, like, you know, spring. It kind of makes you ready for spring. It does. Oh, it does. And it was the perfect week to read it this week because we had some 70 degree weather and next week it's going to be like 40 um, because, you know, mm-hmm. Ohio. <laughs> um, so this Minnesota. is. this like totally put me in the spring um feel i want to plant my flowers i'm ready for my garden but my you know the mister says not yet um i would totally recommend this book honestly both characters are amazing in this story and i'm going to read the next two in the series so it was that good even though it was a little bit low steam you know i tend to like the steamier romance but this one is so well done with such great characters so yeah and I also really liked her hockey series. I think it's a Colorado um, sugar and ice outscored and reality blurred. Um, So, and there looks like there's like a Royal series too. So I'm definitely going to check them all out. Um, A rabbit hole. I sense a rabbit hole. So (laughs) I would recommend it for sure. Um, Great job. I love the book. Yeah. Thanks everyone for watching and we'll see you next time on this quick shot of romance. Bye everyone. Find us on Instagram at buzzing about romance or on Twitter at buzzing romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.